Get ready to transform how you communicate and market, not only in business, but in your life. This is Marketing Matters. For more information on today's show and other topics, visit ryansowers.com. Here's your host, best-selling author and national speaker, Ryan Sowers. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Marketing Matters with Ryan Sowers. I'm your host, and we are broadcasting live here on Business Radio X. On every episode of Marketing Matters, as you know, we talk branding, we talk PR, marketing, sales communications, and so much more. But let me start by asking you to support those who care for this show. That's Athens Orthopedics, taking care of super care patients in 13 locations. Visit them at AthensOrthopedicClinic.com. And the heart of what matters, helping people overcome grief one step at a time. Please visit them at TheHeartOfWhatMatters.com. We have two great, great guests here today. But first, as always, we have my co-host, the one, the only, Jane Bishop, JaneBishop.Live, owner of Take the Next Step. Jane, how are you today? Oh, fantastic, Ryan. You must be fantastic today. I, I am fantastic. You know why? I probably told you, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, you did, but tell our listeners. I think it's All worth right. telling. I'm moving into the final year of coursework, my doctorate in leadership, finally. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Jane was my coach of going, when are you starting back up? When are you starting back up for like six years straight? I'm like, yeah, I better start up soon for these credits expire. <laughs> so, But be, moving beyond that, more importantly, we have two amazing guests here today. We have Sue. Susan Nesker, uh, she's owner of S. Nesker PR and Web Marketing. Susan, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. <coughs> and we have the one and only Betsy Shepard, CEO of Gilbert and Shepard Group. Welcome to the show, Betsy. Thank you very much. Glad to be here. All right. Well, I found it amazing of two colleagues of mine who both have tremendous uh, reputations, tremendous experience in marketing and PR and uh, reputation management. And I thought, what more fun than to have two experts and pick their brains today. So without further ado, um, I want to talk about y'all both mentioned as we were talking a little bit about PR, about the importance of reputation. So whoever wants to go first, tell us a little bit about yourself or about reputation and what's going on as we go to 2020. Well, the thing, you know, the thing that I always like to say is, as we discussed, even though everything now is online and content is king, everything you do online is there for everyone to see. But as we were discussing, we still need conventional PR all the time, especially in the 50 plus age group, the boomers. Even though everybody still likes to do Facebook, everybody likes to do social media, 50 plus especially. But So even though we have online branding and we do need to provide consistency in what we put out there and provide reputation management because things happen to people. People steal your identity, people steal your SEO, especially when you have great search results. But people still need PR. So that's what Betsy and I were talking about, right Betsy? Yes, indeed. Uh, we, we do find, especially with the 55-plus market, they still like to read. They like to get magazines. They like to get mail. They also love Facebook, so they like a little bit of all of it. But one of the things that people in general do today is they go and they look at the reputation that you have. They go, I know myself, uh, I love opentable.com. When I go to book a reservation for something, I go look at you know, what did people say about it? What were the ratings? And it's very important that you protect your own reputation um, because there are some things that some folks can do that you can't do much about, but there are things that you can do. And so a very consistent program 
um, we think is very important. It's, it's amazing to me, uh, working in marketing, how many of my friends who own businesses don't even have a clue of what Google or Yelp or uh, fit this number of stars they have, and they have two stars, and, and then they tell you argue with me about, oh, that was so-and-so. I'm like, I don't care <laughs> what it was. Right. You need to get them right. to remove it because you can't fix it. I mean, that's, that's yep. your brand online, mm-hmm. and that's the first thing people are saying. Absolutely. I was down renting a car. My youngest daughter had a soccer tournament in Orlando, and I used uh, you know, a Hotwire-type service. That was fine. But I thought it was an Avis. It was not. It was the worst experience of my life, and literally, I can't even explain how bad it was. But the point is, as soon as I got to my hotel room, um, and threaten them with all the audiences I was going to share this with, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not because they I, I just <laughs> you, life's too short. You uh, make a threat. I, I just oh, couldn't take Ryan. anymore. They, they, but anyway, their reviews on all of them were like one star uh, at the highest, and and you know that took like four searches and going. Everybody's having these same horrible experiences, so I guess that's either their business model or they don't care. But you know exactly. that's what it was. Exactly. So Betsy, you mentioned that there are things that that business owners can do to protect their reputation. What I'd like to hear from both of you, what's one or two things that we can do? Well, in particular on Facebook, you have to look at Facebook every day, really every minute. If somebody comments and has a negative impression, you need to not ignore it. That's that's right. You need to not ignore it. You need to address it. And if it's bad enough that, that it needs to be addressed by phone, you need to figure out a way to pick up the phone and call. But you can have positive messages you can ask obviously folks to like um the page and to share the page and to get the positive message out to overcome the negative and to be honest a lot of people won't be negative unless it's really bad and if it's that bad you need to get in touch with them and try to resolve it and and we work in the housing industry uh with builders and developers so as you can imagine um that's a very Mm -hmm. interesting um that that particular market of people because the house is one of the most expensive things you're ever going to either rent or, or purchase so we have to consistently look at those patterns and what the homeowners say and try to to be very positive so in particular with facebook we we do address it there before you one key word before susan answers you look for patterns yes that that is in a thing that some people miss they take a comment here and there and yes while they're important to address but if there's a pattern mm-hmm. then there's a real indicator that there's a problem and and one thing just to add to that um before susan answers is that we find that actually people who like a product or a service will comment back to the negative comment yeah. and 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 say something positive yes. Well, like, if you don't like that, maybe you should do this. The advocates or, and influencers, right. right. Yeah. And so right. they, if you can get people to be your advocates, they're going to help you out because it's better coming from them, really, than it is coming from the voice of the person that, that they were upset with. How about you, Susan, a tip of something we can do to protect our reputation? Well, there's, it depends on what area we're talking about because, you know, there's retail, there's um, government, there's business, there's corporate, there's nonprofit. And especially I have found in the nonprofit world, and, if, and what Betsy, what we're saying is always respond, mm-hmm. always be positive, always be proactive. And when I work, I do both sides of online reputation management. So when people have, or, or uh, when people are a really um, experienced person in their field, like let's say an attorney, I've been working with an attorney in California and I work with people all over the world. And he had a problem with an article that was published. So, so then I had to respond to do the buildup of building a consistent foundation of his positive reputation to overtake that article. So that's another form of reputation management. 
that you can use your social media for, you can use your blog for. A blog is the most efficient way to increase your SEO. It's just faster, it works better. Um, the indexing for that just seems to work better in terms of SEO. But So that's another part of it, but the other part of social media marketing also, like Betsy is saying, is always respond, always be positive, be on it every day, or have somebody do it for you. It's really important not to ignore your clientele, your customers, and make sure your reputation online is what you want it to be. And if you don't have one, if you're building one, it's like the foundation of a house. So you're you're building it step by step, and it takes time. And that's the other thing. People will tell you all the time that, oh, sure, we can do this quickly. It's not a quick fix. Six months to a year minimum Mm -hmm. to build an online brand. To keep the brand consistent so that you're putting out what you want to bring in is really one of the most important things from the business-to-business perspective. Wouldn't you think, Betsy? Yeah, I, th- I think that's exactly right. And, and a proactive measure is to develop a, pr- a content calendar. You need to know what the voice of your brand is. You need to decide what you want to say on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You need to be sure that it's getting posted regularly so you're creating that brand and you're getting, you're getting out what you want people to know. And um, th- that's important. That, and, you know, social media and reputation management is a big part of a marketing program today. And it needs to be consistent needs to be you don't post a few minutes and then you don't post for weeks i mean it needs to be consistent because people are going to measure you on those google ratings they're going to measure you on facebook and what people said and they're going to choose whether they're going to buy something or not and that's a big impact today consumers are unforgiving um so you have to be mindful of that and people make decisions based on what's important to them right not what not what's important to me right or or anybody around this table yeah one of my my friends uh you know he he wrote a book uh jay bear called uh, hug your haters and he talked about Mm -hmm. how when these hating people come out you can turn them into advocates i think that's key uh one of my friends wrote the foreword of my first book everyone's in sales mark schaefer uh is talking about the marketing rebellion how the marketer is now uh a king in other words We've said for years content is king, but there's so much content out there that, you know, having a podcast, having a radio show, having video, I mean, it, it, it's not just consistently doing it or posting it or auto-posting. I don't do any of that stuff or outsource it. I, yep. I, I, I'm back to where the thing I've been speaking in Vegas, as Jane knows, about for the last 18 months more than anything else is human to human. People are starved for real, uh, authentic, trustworthy basically say hey they're human so if we don't look perfect in a photo that's real if we have the ums and ahs as we're talking here that's real it's not perfectly cut um however with all that said a lot of people are just not aware especially when you have uh, gen z you got five generations you got gen z millennials uh, gen x my generation quite small then you got the boomers and then uh, the 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 silent generation um the facebook I was talking to a friend, I think you guys agree, especially for the boomers, is really the internet. Mm-hmm. I mean, to a for certain sure. degree, I'm not sure. Sometimes they even know who they're commenting to. Right. They're like, <laughs> they're joining groups. I'm like, dude, this is not a private forum. You just wrote to my daughter in Georgia Tech's entire campus. No, so my, my mother thinks Facebook's her friend. Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, mom, it is not talking just to you. <laughs> right. But, but the other day, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was right. a forum, and, I, and it was funny, but it was like uh, for like Georgia State, Georgia Tech, Emory students to sublease properties, right? And then I think, and I, I know she didn't mean what, but I think my mom tried to join it because she saw her granddaughter in it i'm like right what in the world but i don't think mm-hmm. sometimes the the they don't understand the mytholo- me- right. methodology
psychology of it. So, but let's go back to this brand. I want to ask you guys one question. You know, this is something huge to me. You know, I said, would you buy from you? Your brand makes a difference in my second book. Your brand is not just online. Your brand is everything you do. Mm -hmm. Your brand is this. Your brand is what you post, what you write, what you say, what you think, what you do. And you in the consistency of how those two interact, are you the same in person? Are you the same on LinkedIn? Are you the same in Twitter? Are you the same on the phone? Uh, even if it's you know a bad experience, don't you agree that's of utmost importance in building your brand? Yes, yeah. It, well, it, it, we say everything communicates, everything. and and that is from even like us coming here today from how we felt when we drove in, how did we feel when we walked in the lobby, how did we feel when we came around the corner? Everything communicates, and for at least in in in, in my opinion, um, the delivery of the brand is the hardest thing for people to do. And the delivery of here's what I expect, here's the website I saw, here's the Facebook, here's the ratings, and I walk in and I don't get treated that way. I don't get treated how I thought that it was experience a paradigm was going to be. Exactly. The mental model doesn't And then match. I'm frustrated exactly. because I did not get the payoff. Right. So that's where I agree with you. Everything matters and training people, training your folks that are working in your store or working in your office or wherever, they're the ones doing the payoff. And it starts from the top down. Yeah. It, it does. What Susan, what is oh Susan go ahead, well I just can't emphasize enough the term consistency mm-hmm. and what you're saying Mike and because you don't I mean the thing what Betsy's saying too is that people have so everybody has a thought a perception in their mind of how they want this day to go or right. this experience to go and if you're putting out a consistent message about how that experience will go it better go that way for your customer or your client because that's when the downfall starts happening and then if somebody has a less than positive experience they want to talk about it so who do they talk to right talk to them also hopefully they're not talking to the whole wide world like we are but you know you have to take care of these issues and the only way to do it is to be positive and to be proactive and human to human human, yeah. well, and human, oh, to oh, human. Yeah. but i want to you know the thing is i, I see a lot of businesses doing wrong and i'm sure y'all mm-hmm. deal with this daily is these net when a negative comment comes up mm-hmm. it actually is a huge opportunity and other but the mistake i see you tell me if you disagree is people just delete it and pretend it doesn't exist and that's mm-hmm. not the way or to hide it hide it hide. you know we hide it from our timeline <laughs> well right. it didn't mean the person's not upset still Mm-hmm. And they're not fast enough to respond. Exactly. You know, in other words, like, uh, we'll get to that. Well, you know how that goes. The longer a problem sits, the worse oh. it gets. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and that's the problem. You got in today's world of things breaking every five seconds, you can't sit on it. I'm sure in the PR world, that's advice you guys probably share, I would assume. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I had an experience today, and this was a Facebook experience. We were um, actually at a meeting in downtown, and uh, we went somewhere to have a cup of coffee and lunch. And I checked in that I was there um, and I was getting ready to go do this next. Within an hour, I got a thank you for having coffee with us today. The, the place I was at immediately wow. responded, that's somebody paying attention yeah. to the customer. Yes. Mm-hmm. We hope you'll come back. And that was pretty, that, that's kind of unusual. Very unusual. It's very unusual, but I was impressed. But, but I didn't mean, I'm saying I know you got yeah. a question. Let me just say no, something. But aren't we in a world where, you know, I was on the phone with uh, airline I really like at Southwest Airlines okay I really like Southwest Airlines but while I sat on hold I heard a hundred times for faster existence visit us online like if I could solve my problem online I wouldn't be on hold and I think we've just lost those little things the Mm -hmm. thank you the come back again here for no reason because we customer services is a seemingly lost art a little bit 
Mm-hmm. You know, it really I'm, is. You, I, I know well, you. Well, well, I think what we're talking about a, a theme here is it's all about relationship, human yep. to yes. human relationship. It Indeed. it's just that our relationship opportunities have broadened, like the business that thanked you mm-hmm. for being there, because at the very core of human nature, we want to be valued and understood. Right. So, where you are, where you're both today in your business, what's one lesson that you learned early in the beginning of your business that helped you with your branding and with this relationship importance that you're talking about today? <laughs> really, honestly, they're deciding I who's the guru, <laughs> the guru versus the guru, the guru of gurus. Let's well, see who's who's going to win here. <laughs> I've I built okay so I built my business working with small business that's not to say that it's all not great but I built my relationship with my clients in small business through my chamber of commerce Mm -hmm. through networking through relationship building I have clients that are my friends now if they're not my clients still they're my friend I'm not saying you should be friends with all your clients, but that's the heart of what we're saying. You have to relate as a human being. Look at the weaknesses. Look at the positives. Look at what we can all do together and work together. It's not just the PR or the reputation management company's job to do everything. We rely greatly on the input of our clients and our customers, and we rely on what's trending. So back to social media, you have to see what's trending. You can't just do what you think needs to be done or even what you're – it's got to be a give and take with your client, with you, and with the community you're dealing with. Don't you think, Betsy? Yeah, I do. You know, one of the things I learned early on um, is that it is very important to always keep your word to do what you say you're going to do and all of our business really to be honest comes through warm referrals we work with people today that we've been work we worked with 35 years ago um and they're like family to us and so that's that that relationship um mm-hmm. and treating them like family and i agree susan even if you don't work with them any longer right you keep in touch with them because you don't know who they're going to refer you to and um it's just really important to always and we, of course we named our company after our names so there you go you know Gilbert <laughs> so and Shepard so not like I can get away from that right. and um but I did it really on purpose because um I do think we have quite a good reputation and we work hard on our reputation we don't do everything perfectly right but when we don't we try to to fix it well and I want to say we were talking on a show the other day about this importance of the relationship but as you were saying Susan but Everything really in business, if done well, is built on trust. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, Betsy, you and I have done stuff yeah. years and sure years. And I mean, I mean we, Betsy and I had an experience a few years ago. Betsy picked up a phone, called me, pretty much said, bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I want to do it. I was like, do you need anything? He's like, yeah, just send that over and we'll be done. I'm like, all right. But that was from a long term of just no, not even that we'd seen that. each other, but it was it was more yeah. of a, this is what I'm going to do. You're going to do it with. Let's make it happen. I'm like. Well, that's about as easy as it. Yeah, but it's it's but that wasn't built overnight. And to your Absolutely. point, Susan, there is no get rich quick scheme no, of building ex- your brand. There's that's no silver bullet. Right, Jane? Don't that's exactly it. right. And and all of the, the hype that's out there on social media and other things that promises you six figure incomes in thirty What's days baloney? and all this other stuff, it is that's all it is. It's hype. That's why they're paying to promote all those things about here's how you can have a million likes within one month. Like right. give me a break. Exactly. I mean that if it's too good to be true, it's, it's too it good is. to be true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's sweat and ground floor right. building, right? So I'm, I'm curious about the relationship. I have one more question I'd like to ask Betsy and sure. Susan. I, I was in a class recently continuing uh, 
coaching class that we all have to do as professional coaches. And the research that was done by this particular speaker talked about in our network that really there's about 60 contacts, 60 colleagues that are our kind of Mm -hmm. connections, our most inner circle. And then beyond that, about 200 that are just a little bit beyond that. So what would you two say to that particular piece of information? Agree, disagree, find that useful, not that's, that's, those are int- interesting numbers. Mm-hmm. They um, are. It, they're, a little, it's a, not to interrupt no, no, you, no, but I, don't you think it's a little large? I find mine to be a lot smaller than that. Mm-hmm. But my network at large, because of LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, is larger. But my, my um, rainmakers, my networks, the people that are my colleagues, I say my colleagues, I work with firms in L.A. and Fort Lauderdale, those are the people that we share clients we share work that's a much smaller number than right. that but that's just me i don't know mm-hmm. what do you think betsy well 60 is an interesting number and i <laughs> i recently went through a exercise with myself because you remember the days well the old days of rolodexes <laughs> yes um yes. well i have yes. all my business cards uh, in I, like a, Rolodex. I know in a tupperware box and okay. so i started going through them and thinking stacking them up you know what they, are these my true sphere of influence yes who are these who are these who will influence and it's quite amazing that process. I don't think sixty is a is a crazy number. Yep. I think two hundred. Um, if you had two hundred people too that you could really pick up the phone and call and felt comfortable with, I think you've got a pretty good base yes. of folks that you can for sure. call on for many things. Absolutely, yeah. and, and I would consider Ryan one of those well, for me. Well, and then beyond Absolutely. that, Susan, to your point, they did go on to say beyond the two hundred. Now all of the connections and everything. I mean, that's unlimited. But they mm-hmm. were talking about mm-hmm. useful with your shared mm-hmm. and your influencers. Well, Eugene, you asked me about. I spoke to this high school the other day as a, as a friend. It was seventeen, eighteen mm-hmm. year olds who looked like, uh, if you remember the Breakfast Club, like they were dragged into <laughs> detention. They weren't there in <laughs> Vegas to hear me speech. They were like, look, go, dear. <laughs> so I took it as a challenge to try to keep them engaged. And for the most part, I had to continually do exercises and whatever. Right. But one thing was interesting as we started to um, go through it. I, instead of taking the approach, you guys are always on your phone, you're doing this. I said, mm-hmm. you guys know that. And you also know whatever you put is like a billboard or a digital tattoo or a blind carbon, cop- carbon copy of the email of the world that's never going to go away. But you guys have heard that. Here's the, here's the thing I want to say in this room. I told them if they could take their digital connections and to make them real-world relationships or, or connections to make them real, they had an advantage over me because they've created so many digital connections. They probably have thousands and thousands mm-hmm. and thousands. The kicker is, can they make them real where exactly. they could text them or yes. pick up the phone? And, and they kind of got a light bulb in there. I was like, they've been their whole life making these digital connections. I mean, mm-hmm. we've done it too, but they've done it at an exponential speed. Exactly. But can they make it a real-world relationship? Exactly. And they were like, and that came to me like right as I walked on the stage. I was like, how do we make it a positive, you know? I, and I think there's training to be built around that. Because, Absolutely. Because if you you need to have those close people. You need to have those relationships. And, yes. And, and, you know, no, no door should ever be t- closed. I mean, always I leave agree. something open mm-hmm. because you never know. But to your point, we have to help teach the younger generation. How do you pick up the phone and call? How do you, how, if you're able to, how do you go visit? I mean, how do you go see them one-on-one? How do you have that relationship? Because at the end of the day, the relationship is going to carry the moment. Right. Relationship is going to carry the moment. And yeah. Jane's another one. You know, we've worked back. We're doing a million things exactly. over the years. And, and Susan and I will be doing a lot of stuff going ahead. But, but you know, the, the point is, 
I'll have people tell me, you know, I'm on LinkedIn and that handles all my sales. Like, okay, no, it doesn't. No LinkedIn is just one tool to do it. And, <laughs> and when you put all your things, like a hammer is going to fix everything in your house, mm-hmm. that's wrong. Mm-hmm. It still has got to come back to the person because there is a person buying stuff or needing a service or needing training. I mean, you guys probably all see this yep. every day, right? Yes. Yep. So one thing I want to go back to is, and I'm sure that you all know what I mean, the one thing that helped me tremendously that I find works for me because I don't mind working all the time is accessibility. So that's really how I keep, cause I get clients online. So sometimes I work with people I never meet for a year or two years and I've never met these people. And a lot of them are journalists, let's face it. But the other part of it is I'm extremely accessible. And if you're not accessible when people want you to be, you can't say, oh, I stopped working at 6 p.m. so I can't answer that email. Now we're talking about the Internet age again. But I have found that that's something that helps me build the relationship because they see if I'm answering their email at 10 o'clock at night that I care about what we're doing together. And I'm not recommending that for everyone. Yeah, Jane's thinking about that. She's thinking of boundaries, <laughs> yeah. aren't you, Jane? Boundaries. I, I know her mind. Well, I, I know. Well, it's a fine are. balance. It's no, a fine it balance. Is. It, t- it is for sure. It is. And I agree with what both of you say. I've been doing it for 30 years. <laughs> yes. So I know exactly what my boundaries are. And I can't do it every night. But I just find that if I can that be extra as effort, accessible like, yeah. as I can be yeah. to these people that need to work with me at a time when they're on a plane and you know they need to do this email because they have an interview tomorrow with the la times well okay we better you know we gotta make it happen we better make some notes together at that point Mm -hmm. because then what good are you for your client if you can't help them do that well and that's about knowing your client and making that choice to to work late and that it doesn't become out of whack or out of balance because Mm -hmm. it is important to be balanced Mm -hmm. In, yep. as you know, Ryan, well, in no. terms of you're, love, my, life, you're the coach's coach. <laughs> you know, you're, you're the coach's yes. coach. I mean, but you, you know, you're like the guy on the football sideline pulling me back on the field. Come on back. But no, I mean, it, it, I do think, Susan, you're right, is uh, us as all entrepreneur type people, you know, saying, hey, you know, we're right. writing an email at 10 o'clock at night or catch up something on a Saturday. We've all done it with each other. Mm-hmm. But I've worked difficult to start to say, set a balance when I see something doesn't have to be answered right then. Yep. Going, that, that can wait till Monday. For sure. uh, because, yep. you know, it is a week i need to catch my breath so i'll be effective for my clients mm-hmm. on the other hand there's somebody could be in a big pickle and you know that mm-hmm. shows you're going above and beyond and i think that's balancing all of it out. I, I do think you have to pick and choose sure. um, because you really it is a 24 7 world <laughs> and um you, i think you have to we automatically just want to answer something right away mm-hmm. you know we just it's just like because mm-hmm. ah, ah, we can ah. call alexa or yeah, siri yeah, or any yeah, of their yeah. friends right yeah. and yeah. so we have to, i think you do have to have some balance though and I've been through the, this myself in the last few years because really, you can all of a sudden be working seven days a week, you can. and then you're not getting yep. any rest. You're, you're not as good for your clients. But if something, I think too, if they know you're available, they may not ask I you agree. to do something at ten. Right. But they would think they know well, if I need to, I can. That's that's a good point. If right. It's, if it's that's a good point. Yeah, right. an exception rather than the rule. For right. sure. But they know that with me, and I train my clients. And they know it because I say, look, I'm about to put dinner on, so I can't get to this right now, but I'll get to you tomorrow. So that's that relationship of trust, of being real, being real, being real. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't work on Sundays. I tell everybody that I don't work seven days a week. I'll work for you as much as I can to do the job that we agreed to do together. 
but I'm not working on Sunday because then I would be working Sunday. And, and I think people week. respect those boundaries right? and and know that. Let me say something real quick. Uh, yep. As a reminder, you can listen to our live broadcast on the second and fourth Thursday of each month of Marketing Matters at one o'clock Eastern Time. You go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and click on the Listen Live button. If you can't join us and you want to be the Disney Plus, Apple Plus, Netflix, and everyone else who's streaming, uh, you're one of those people. Go to any of our shows, uh, past shows, including today. Uh, you can find them 24-7. Go to businessradiox.com, select the Gwinnett Studio, and then click on Marketing Matters. So I wanted to tell our listeners that before we, we close up here in a second. But as we're kind of coming to the end, uh, let's start with you, Betsy. What do you want uh, all our listeners to know, how to contact you guys, and, and things that you'd want to share with them so they can reach out and, and, and you know get your expertise or your team's expertise? Well, um, again, you can go take a look at our website, gilbertshepard.com. It's uh, gilbert, S-H-E-P-P-A-R-D.com. Uh, feel free to call me at 404-406-9104. And uh, we also have a Facebook page, which you can check out, and we're on LinkedIn. And you can okay. look at my personal LinkedIn page. We try to post. We try to keep things You're on Twitter. Fresh, you're Betsy Shepard, And right? we're on Twitter. And uh, getting on Instagram, not so much there yet. Hey, but get, I'm getting dragged it. into jump it. I know, I'm know. getting dragged into it with all my nieces and show, nephews. I said about the show about six months ago. <laughs> and James like, that sounds like a good one. But, yeah, it's funny. It's this been the newest growing thing. Yes. So, Betsy, add to that. What's one last, with the contact information, and Susan will ask you the same thing. What's one last word you want our listeners to hear from you? Well, I would really like for um, the listeners to understand how important reputation management is and understand how important a marketing program is and allocating the right budget to do the job. And also with public relations, which is part of reputation management, has become a part of that. Remember that reporters are still out there. They're still looking for stories. They're still writing articles. And people want to read them. They're either going to read them online or they're going to read them um, a printed version, which people still do, believe it or not. Yeah, they do. Yep. Susan? Yes. So my website is snefzgerpr.com. So that's S-N-E-F-Z-G-E-R-P-R.com. And I just want people, I really want to reiterate what Betsy's saying. And we're, what we're all saying is even though everything is online, so there's, there's always several components to a public relations marketing program. And that's what we're saying here. <clears throat> so you really can't ignore, you can't put all your eggs in one basket. You have to look at everything, but how it works for your business. And I'm happy to help people with PR, writing, and reputation management online. And I do search engine optimization technically and also organically. And that means without ad sales. So I'm happy to help people do that. As Betsy and I talked about before the show, we, we really still need you know good old-fashioned public relations because that's all about the relationship it's all about the human interaction and at the end of the day we've all gotten a little away from that and i think we're realizing that we need to get back to that right? absolutely 100 yeah that's your human human now do you do twitter or instagram Susan? i have i have everything <laughs> you have everything so, so I'm, she's I'm, everywhere so she's i'm everywhere. on linkedin at susan she's got Metzger. all those little blocks behind yeah. her name yeah, i have I have Instagram and I have I don't have a personal Facebook I have one for my book because I'm also an author um, and I do Twitter and I also have um, Facebook Instagram did we go over all of yes. them I have all of them <laughs> LinkedIn is my most professional resource for you if you want to find me it's the most comprehensive mm -hmm. it's better than my resume with all my experience all my publications 
my clients recommendations that would be the best place to look for my reputation or my website what okay. the last thing i would like to add is do business with a professional and do business with people who have experience because um that's important and i can't emphasize that enough right on and i know we've are just meeting today we're already going to do some stuff together for sure so thank you for the that, introduction yeah, <laughs> i love the thank collaboration well, yes once uh, again ryan I, I you like have to, hit it out of the park i like to i mean for goodness sakes i've done emotional <laughs> intelligence myers-briggs disc i've certified and all of a sudden i can kind of feel when people are gonna so i'm glad something worked uh, you yeah. know because i have some talent uh, <laughs> now y'all y'all been tremendous uh guests so thank betsy you. Thank you for coming on the show. I sure appreciate it. Thank you very much. Susan, appreciate thank you for it. coming thank on you. the show. Thanks great. for inviting me. Absolutely. Yeah, and great let, conversation. let me uh, uh, close this up. Uh, thank you for joining us on Marketing Matters uh, here in Business Radio X. Again, please support those who care for this show. Athens Orthopedics, taking care of patients in over 13 locations. AthensOrthopedicClinic.com. And the heart of what matters, helping people overcome their grief one step at a time. They're doing great things. Go to theheartofwhatmatters.com. Thanks to our guests, uh, Betsy and Susan, for making a great show. For my co-host, Jane Bishop. Jane, thank you. Thank you, Ryan. Go see her at janebishop.live. She'll be your coach's coach as well and keep you on the sideline. For Jane Bishop, this is Ryan Sowers. You've been listening to Marketing Matters. Until next time, folks, make your marketing matter. <laughs>